Welcome to the Rhonda Swan Show podcast. Welcome back to the Rhonda Swan Show. Well, this is season three. And this is part of the Women Gone Wild season, the interview series with the 15 authors of the book, Women Gone Wild. Now, there's been two other interviews that we've had, and all of them, the feedback that we've been getting has just been absolutely blowing us away. And this next interview series is going to be equally, if not bigger, because some of these women that are going to be sharing with you today, not only what their mission is, what their vision is, but really truly what their why is and why and how they've gone wild, right? We know the world has shifted. The energy and the frequency of this planet has to change in order for us to grow. And the women and the feminine energy that is rising up is going to start shifting the balance of what's taking place on this planet. So many of these women have been not only business owners, but they've been their healers, their medicine women, their mothers. They've done so much within their own life that they're now sharing their gifts with the world. And I'm so excited to share with you the next four authors of the book, Women Gone Wild, that comes out at the very end of August. So make sure you stay tuned and that you are aware of when this book is launched because it's going to be absolutely beautiful. And our first author that's going to be joining me is Isabel Donadio. She is a founder of Talent Support Services and the majority owner of Speaker House Publishing. The best-selling author of Finishings is Happiness, editor-in-chief of Top Talent Magazine and the winner of the 2019 TWC Most Outstanding Rising Star Award. Deserving of any 30 under 30 list, Isabel specializes in supporting and promoting expert authors and speakers all over the world. Her experience includes everything from red carpeting and interviewing, event planning, social media marketing, best-selling campaigning, and public speaking. The bottom line, Isabel has a talent for making her clients look good and allowing them to focus on the things they love most about their business. Isabel, please come join me. Hello. Thank you so much for that awesome introduction, Rhonda. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here as well. I, uh, I absolutely love what you do. In fact, um, your husband, David, in Speaker House Publishing is releasing and helping us publish this book. And I'm, it's, I'm so grateful to have another sister alongside that does the kind of work and it works, you know, like really, truly to bring this book out to the world. And when I shared it with you and David, you're like, this is an absolute yes. I want to be part of this as well. I not only want to help, you know, bring you forward into Top Talent Magazine, but help the book get shine. But I want to be part of it. And we were like, that's an absolute yes for us as well. So, Isabel, thank you so much for joining us. Um, could you please share with everyone, you know, what is the chapter that you're writing about? Like, what can they expect from you? Because I know you're already a past author of many books. And um, what can we expect from you? Absolutely. So my chapter is actually named after my book called Finishing is Happiness. If you want more happiness, finish, finish, finish. But the overall message that you need to take away from my chapter is consistency. Now, consistency is different from a habit. A habit is something that you form over time, but consistency is something that goes beyond just a habit, something that involves your personal branding, your business branding? Can you consistently be there when someone messages you? Can you consistently be there 
when someone tries to call you on the phone and you're able to be there for them? Can you consistently deliver? Um, so if you want more happiness, finish and develop your consistency. Okay. So consistency then um, with everything that you do in life. And I would also probably assume then that's also consistency in your own self, right? Like who you are consistently being your own self, which I think then too would be leading to the next question, question about, you know, then how have yourself, how have you been wild? And why did you say, I want to be part of a woman gone wild book? Did it have to do with your consistency or did you have some challenges and growth along that way for you to truly find that happiness and that wildness? I grew up in a wonderful family background, but it was a small family. And a lot of times as being a parent, being a child, you have goals, you have dreams that you want them to achieve. And the ideal life that my family had for me was going to college, working at Walmart, working at Starbucks, getting college credit, getting scholarships, working at a a nine to five job. And I love them so, so much, but that wasn't for me. And it took me a long time to work up the bravery to leave, to leave Mm -hmm. my city that I lived in for 14 years to move to a state that I had some family in, but to a city I've never been to before. And so it took a lot of courage and bravery to take in this true nature that I had in myself. And thankfully I developed a community where I was able to develop that in a safe environment where I had mentors that would give me just great insight. So when I had a challenge, they were able to help me overcome that. And I took that advice and I developed it and consistently built that into who I am today. So I'm excited to be a part of this project and a part of this book because it is challenging and it is terrifying. It's truly terrifying to break the mold that you are brought up in, that society builds and develops around you. This book is a necessity in the world because it shows other women of the world that it's okay to overcome challenges. It's okay to accept the wildness of you. And so Women Gone Wild is going to be that breakthrough for a lot of people out there. Yeah, I think so too. You know, like the last couple of episodes, we've talked so much about the balance of masculine feminine and how women have like found themselves and realized like that I was overpowering, working and, and, and thriving, working within what I thought I needed to do. And it's interesting too, because when we start to see like who we become as women, and how we are representing ourselves. It's like a balance of how that, you know, consistency and that working, but it's also that soften, that softness, right, of who we are as women and how we've been able to navigate it. I think that's also the beauty. Um, and I know that you really represent that so much with, with the work that you do and how you nurture your clients. And, you know, I think um, a, a bigger question then for you then is, like, where is that bigger mission that you have then? Like, you're part of the book and, and, and what you do in a daily basis is such a representation of what women can be. But what is that bigger mission that you have and that why that drives you every single day? Challenging the limitations of your developed beliefs. The limiting beliefs and the reality box is, is what I sometimes call it of, this is the best that I can become and challenging that aspect. When I talk with my clients and we're talking about different chapters and different aspects that they want to incorporate in their books, it's truly therapeutic because they're seeing the different milestones and hurdles and challenges that they had to overcome to be who they are today. 
Some of it were pitfalls. Even in my own book, Finishing is Happiness, it talks about the major downfalls that I had, but the learning experiences I developed from that and the learning curve to who I am now. I speak on multiple stages. I've been published in multiple books. How that consistently changes everything is breaking that reality. And so working one-on-one with clients, yes, I'm pulling things out of them to show them the greater version of themselves, but to also be there for them when they're realizing that they've developed that wall and being there for them when that kind of comes down. Yeah, it's such a big thing. And, I, and that work is, is so big, especially, you know, with entrepreneurs, we just start, we get in this go, go, go mode. And we realize, wow, there are certain things that are blocking me. And why am I not able to go any farther, right? And what's stopping me yes. from, from getting there? And so, Isabel, I know that, you know, you've gone through adversity and challenges throughout your life. And, and you know, if you were at that point, like, was there a breaking moment as a young girl where you realized that things needed to be different, and if you can look back and look at her and, and to give her advice on what you've gone through now with the wisdom that you have today, what would be that piece of advice that you would have for that young Isabel back, you know, back then? That the fear you have is only temporary. Mm. You're going to overcome that hurdle. Moving out was terrifying because I wasn't sure where I was going to live. I packed up everything I could. I had a 2004 Chrysler Sebring and I packed up everything I could fit into that little four-door car. And it was the most, you know, come to the savior moment I've had of what am I going to do? I have no choice now, but to continue to go forward. And that fear she felt was very real. No matter what people who you thought were your friends say, oh no, it's all in your head. Just come back home. It'll all be okay. It'll all work itself out. Don't let that fear keep you from becoming who you know you're going to be. Mm, It's so beautiful, Isabel. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm so excited to to read your chapter. It's funny. Every time I've been having these interviews and speaking to all of you women, I'm like, I just can't wait to even read your chapter. And we've been in development of this book for a year and a half, you know, like my goodness, you know, it's like, I cannot wait just to get the true essence of where these women come from, because we all represent such different archetypes. We've all represent different awakenings and and ways that we've become wild. And um, it's such a beautiful process. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the work that you're doing with Speaker House Publishing. And um, thank you for Top Talent Magazine, because all of our authors are also being featured in Top Talent Magazine, along with many other uh, publications that want to cover our book. So Isabel, thank you for all you do. And um, thank you for being wild. <laughs> thank you for, for having me here, Rhonda. All right. Next is the author, Jody Vetrel. Jody is one of the founding members of the book, Women Gone Wild. In fact, she's one with myself, with Andi and Kathy and Yamilka that were sitting in Bali, Indonesia about a year and a half ago talking about what could we do bigger and what could we do to inspire more and um we this is when this book came out and jody is the author of the beyond the banks she's also the founder of beyond the banks academy financial wellness entrepreneur and educator 
Uh, she is an international speaker, a best-selling author of certainly of Beyond the Bank success strategies in real estate as a private lender. She created Beyond the Bank's Academy, an eight-week guided transformational program that helps individuals with building wealth by utilizing the concepts and strategies from her book. Jody has a 20-year career in high-tech software sales working at a Fortune 500 company and has won multiple sales achievement awards, closed seven digit deals, and enjoyed several President's Club trips around the world. She's also been featured in top-tier publications like Forbes, Inc. Magazine, an uh, incredible women leader and someone that I'm honored to call my friend and to call a co-author of this book. Jody Vedral, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, Rhonda. Thank you. And hello to all the other ladies. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. Oh, it's so great, Jody. Like, I'll never forget. Here we are sitting in Bali and we're all talking like, what can we do to make a bigger impact? And I think it was Andy. She's like, we need to write a book. We're like, yeah, all of us have all written books. We're like, yeah, let's write a book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? and I, I think of Bali every day and uh, you're so blessed to be there. It's, um, it was such a beautiful place. It had made such an impact on me. <laughs> Yeah, we can't wait for you to join us, your family. So, um, you know, Jody, let's let's talk about, um, you know, where where you're going, what you've created. I know that you've been, you know, you also like me, navigated in a very masculine-driven uh, environment in the work that you are in, in high-tech sales and software sales. It's like go, 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 right? And we get this like tightness around us, and then um, we realize we have this form of awakening. And for me, and I believe it was for you as well. We both had decided to have children and we wanted to be sure we are the primary influence in their life. And so um, when we, we said, let's, you know, bring this book to life and you, you know, and injected your medicine into your chapter, you know, where's that chapter taking you and where is that, where, what can they expect from you? Yeah. I mean, just, you know, to reflect back on what you're saying about just kind of growing up in a, in a very sort of uh, in, in a career that was very male dominated um, um, but even, you know, further back than that, you know, just, you know, being taken out of figure skating and put into boys hockey and just I was always around the boys and trying to be one of the boys. And I even had a shirt that said anything boys can do, girls can do better. And I wore that with pride um, to every single one of my hockey games. <laughs> uh -huh. um, yeah. And, you know, what this book is, <laughs> what this book is really um, and, and what my chapter is about is, it's it's really about um, it's really about like re reclamation of self. It's really about that self discovery. And as I as I grew up, I as from a very young age, I, f I found myself to be a very independent little girl who was always out exploring and you know doing things that I wasn't supposed to do, um, but having lots of adventure and fun along the way. And you know, as we go through our career and um, we, you know, we're, we're just so, you know, driven, right? I was just so driven through my career and um, and it was fun. I had a great career, um, but it got to a point where, you know, just, you know, you start to kind of lose yourself. You get a little burnt out. And then I had a baby in my mid forties. And so um, I really, through having my child, have been able to really give my per, myself permission to go back and sort of find that 
Uh, adventurous self, you know, like um, bushwhacking with with my kid in the woods and, and, um, you know, jumping off things and just being a kid again, where I I sort of forgot about all of that stuff, right. And, and just really like, even when I came to Bali, and I did come by myself without my family, and it was like, woohoo, you know, just burning through the streets of Bali and um, on a, on a bike, on a motorbike and just to have lots of fun and really just kind of finding that, 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 that freedom and giving myself permission to dance wild and be free. And I just, you know, I had sort of lost that and I sort of, you know, kind of Mm. reflect back on those times where, you know, I traveled in India for six months by myself and really pushed the, pushed the limits of, of what I could do as an, as a, in, as an independent woman and the things that I learned from that, or, mm. you know, some of the other adventures that I've been on. So, yeah, it, it really, and then just, you know, being able to give myself permission and, and play with my son in, in, in and really encourage him to find that adventurous um, little soul in himself. And yeah. Yeah, you know, I think it's so beautiful, though, Jody. It's like, it's so many women that are going to be, you know, reading this book or watching our interviews are are starting to see the same. Where maybe they they hid a bit of that um, that feminine side or that womanliness that was, you know, blocked in, and now it's like it's all this awakening that's happening, and you know, these chapters that are coming through are like really showcasing what we've gone through and how we've realize like who we really are and I know like I just recently went on you know uh, five days in pure nature you know only water just to reconnect also to my inner divinity like that divine feminine self because we get so used to pushing and 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 going harder that we forget what it means to truly bring our our energy into this world and what we can do and how we heal and and what we can do for our children. And I think this is like really part of the growth because every one of these women are in different stages in their life and in different awakenings or different moments in their life, which helps them and makes them and showcases how they've gone wild. So what did that really mean to you then? That like what did that women gone wild meaning? Um, what does that mean for you so that other women that are similar to you can really embody that as well? It's, you know, really in, in the purest form for me, it's about, it's about finding that female strength and empowerment. And it's about exploration and discovery of self and just really giving permission to tap into our wild selves. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, for me, that's the essence of it. And it's so interesting being around all these different women that are different ages and different backgrounds and different careers and, and um, you know, come with different creative energies and really just just seeing how just taking a look at their strength and empowerment is so inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very, it's very powerful to be around and to be part of this collective collaborative project. And, and, and yeah, just, it just, it's, it's just bringing that, it's bringing that all to the forefront of, of, of my existence really, because we yeah, do get well, so caught up in that everyday thing, being a mom, being a, being a spouse, you know, trying to, drive the business and, and do all that stuff. And, and this has allowed me to really kind of go, wait a second, I got to, I got to have fun here, you know? 
Yeah. And I deserve it. Like, I remember all of us, we were in Bali. It was like, yes, you know, we had like so many different generations, my daughter, Hanalei, and then we had uh, a 20 year olds that were there and we had in our a 30 and then our forties. And even through the fifties, we're like, all of us deserve this time. And I think it's beautiful to really represent that as well. And to really lean into the sides that help us shine and help us grow. Uh, so Jody, we like, is this what is bigger part of your mission then? Like, I know you've got your son Hunter and, you know, you're really um, leaning into that. I love your balance. Like, gosh, your social media, those that follow you will see like that. You're running this beautiful and big business and corporation. However, you've got this beautiful soft side with Hunter and the fun that you have with him. So like, what is a bigger piece of your mission that everyone can look at? You know, for me, I kind of discovered the, um, the idea of like financial independence from a pretty young age. I, you know, like, like Hanalei, you know, what you've done with Hanalei is so wonderful. Um, the whole kidpreneur thing, um, you know, back in the eighties, it wasn't necessarily called kidpreneuring, but it, it gave me a you know, the things that I did, whether it was, you know, selling newspapers or, um, whatever it was, you know, I did all sorts of different things. Um, it gave me that sort of business sense and, I always, I, I told myself from a very young age that I would never depend on anybody and uh, for, for financial. And I've really like lived throughout my entire life, not depending on any man, not depending on a man, not depending on the government or anything. And I really stay true to that. I see so many women that are um, struggling you know, maybe they've gone through a divorce, maybe they didn't come out so well, or, you know, everybody's got their story. And, and my big mission is really to help as many women as I possibly can to take control of their financial future and to really thrive. And I believe that when we choose independence and responsibility for self and we're open to learning, we can be free of dependence from another person. And also nowadays we really have to make sure that we're free of, you know, be, we really have to make sure we're independent of government as well. And, um, and so that's really my mission is I want to help as many women as I possibly can uh, get this, get this in place. And I have the means, I have the knowledge, the experience and the resources to do so. And it's very exciting. No, I love it. I mean, this is, and I love you know, talk with Leah as well. Like it's about financial independence, like literally breaking that and understanding that, you know, we can create our own financial future that not only is supporting our families, but it's supporting the greater good and is giving back to the planet so that we can start shifting what's happening on this earth. And I, I think it's brilliant. Knowledge is everything, right? And the more that we understand and know, the bigger, the greater impact that we can leave. So Jody, if you were then to, to tell your younger self, you know, little Jody, like what would be that message that you would tell her um, so that she could really be prepared for what is yet to come for her and with all of the wisdom and experiences that you have now? Um, really, I would just tell that younger self to just keep going, keep having fun, keep up with the adventures because that's what feeds your soul and um, stay open and just know that at the end of the day, everything is going to be okay everything will work itself out. Yeah, and it always does, right? As we just give a little faith 
and know that we are so supported and guided. Jody, thank you so much for who you are. I'm so excited to launch this book with you and to learn more and to read into your chapter and to see you soon in our next event that we're all here in Bali together so we can all like really rise together. So thank you so much, Jody. Thank you, Rhonda. Okay, now let's introduce our very next author. Her name is Leah Steele. Leah Steele is the founder of the Leo Steele brand. She's also the producer of the Wild Witch podcast, a top wealth and entrepreneur podcast for women and producer of the Witches of Wall Street reality television show. She's a holistic wealth strategist and the thought leader and the creator of the emotional resonance clearing modality. Her purpose is to inspire and empower millions of people to wake up repattern their wealth programming and reclaim their divine right to be wealthy in all areas of their lives. The word wealthy comes from two words, well and healthy. Leah teaches holistic wealth as a means to simultaneously achieve infinite divine and human potential. Part of her divine mission work is to deconstruct the financial slavery consciousness that serves the global financial agenda. Her cutting edge wealth repatenting program are paving the way to a new global wealth paradigm where economic freedom is a reality. She coaches mentors and guides those ready to create the abundantly wealthy lives and businesses they deeply desire. Her clients are wildly successful spiritual entrepreneurs on a mission to profoundly impact the planet. Leah Steele, come and join me. How are you, lovely? Hey, Rhonda. Good. So, so, so excited to be here. Yeah, you look so divine in your chair. I can see and feel that divine feminine energy just rising from you. And uh, you're just a, a, a true amazing woman. It's really, really great to have you here, Leah. And I just really love what you stand for. Um, I know that our families have really been um, divinely connected uh, more so recently, and our stories are quite similar. Our backgrounds of what we've done and how we've gotten to where we are are quite similar. And, um, you know, it's like beautiful when we see these like awakenings, right? When we have this awakening, like how can I give back more? How can I um, help women awaken, right? And you're doing that with, uh, you know, really helping them get financially secure and using wealth as a way that they can give back more and change the way that the, the, the world is being seen. Um, so Lisa, Leah, share what, you know, what is going to be encompassing your chapter? What can they expect from you? And where are you going to showcase, you know, your essence? Yeah, thank you. So um, for me, I really believe that the key to success is alignment. Um, and this is a place that I know that you and I really resonate on the same vibration and frequency mm, uh, yeah. in order to be successful, in order to move forward, in order to achieve our infinite potential, we really have to do that to be successful. We have to do that from a place of alignment. And so my chapter, um, is all about the steps it takes to come into alignment. Cause it's easy to say, I want to be in alignment or I want to do something that's in alignment. It's a little bit more difficult to continue to come back to a place of alignment day after day. Mm. And so the chapter talks about, you know, deciding what it is that you desire, then aligning yourself with that decision so that you can fully energetically back that decision. Um, and then to really be dedicated to cultivating the connection to your higher self, to God, source, universe, whatever it is that you call it, so that you can actually receive the divine guidance. And then as soon as you receive that divine guidance, 
being willing to immediately take the next right inspired action. So that's what my chapter is Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, I, I love it because it's, it gives a model, you know, like I see so many that are, um, you know, they're going through change, they're going through, through shift. And many women that are watching might be like, wow, I don't even know the steps to get there, right? And I think that's what the powerful piece is when we give someone, this is the steps to really get back because alignment is everything. It's aligning to who you want to even be part of. Like, where is the energy that you're bringing in? Where are they bringing it in? Are you aligning? It might be the right person. However, where they come from or what they're part of may not be aligned. And I think it's such a beautiful way and to give a framework to allow someone to really see that because you, you said it beautifully. Some fall off, but they don't actually know how to get back in. And I think that's where the power lies. And I, I know that's where your magic and your medicine comes from as well. So when, when you hear the words women gone wild, I know you were like, it's an absolute yes for me. When you heard that though, why was it an absolute yes? Like why did that resonate so deeply for you? Yeah. I mean, I, for me, I feel so deeply that women are here to lead this next era of humanity. Mm. And I really truly believe that it is our divine spiritual birthright to be the leaders on this planet. But in order to do that, I believe we have to rewild. I believe we have to go back to the times of our ancestors when we really, truly embrace the divine feminine and the power um, and sometimes even the chaos that came with that energy and that frequency and that vibration were creators um, and were tremendously mm. powerful. And so, you know, when you talk to me about the book, I just knew, well, I knew that, you know, with you kind of spearheading this, that it was going to be this incredible, powerful statement of feminine empowerment. And I could not mm. be involved in that. Um, but I really believe like to embrace our wildness, that it's about reclaiming our power and stepping out of the shadows where we've been kept for way, way too long. Um, and so for me, it's like, you know, to become, to rewild or to, to embrace our wildness is to really say, okay, enough is enough when it comes to the playing small. Like we are ready to take our rightful place um, back as leaders or at least co-leaders of this beautiful collective. Um, and it's time for us to shine. So that's really, oh, yeah. I love that when you say rewilding, I'm like, wow, because yeah, there's times where in our life we're like, I'm wild. Then you're like, you get stuck in a box almost. And you're like, no, I'm rewilding myself, right? Like you and I both, we just did our like five days in nature. We were fasting. We were like stepping ourselves into the earth, like really getting rewilded so that we could bring this message to the world. And I love that about you. You like go for it uh, so deeply. Um, that's why we're such kindred sistered souls. Uh, so like, why don't you go share then? What is your bigger mission? Like, you know, like get into that. Like, what is that bigger mission that Leah Steele stands for that these women can connect with? Yeah, absolutely. You know, for me, I really desire the people, the beings of this planet, um, especially the women of this planet, to be able to wake up and see the programming and the conditioning that's been holding us back mm. for so long. And so for me, it's like, I really want women to fully embrace the fact that it is their divine birthright to be wealthy in all areas of their lives. And, and to really fully embrace that they are so worthy and so deserving of that. And so, you know, for me, it's like, I really want people to realize that there is a greater global financial agenda that keeps us stuck in financial slavery consciousness mm. and that we have the power to break free from that. But it really requires a lot of willingness to question the things that we've believed 
have always been true in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's, I think that's, that's the biggest key, right? Is like, is like completely breaking out of what we were told and really truly following our truest essence. Uh, you know, if, if, and I love this too, and this question comes out because this is what it reminds me of, you know, at our younger selves, would you have been able to tell your younger self this or, you know, like what could you have told your younger self, you know, that can help them, her get to this point? Because that message is something that we all as young people need to understand. And I feel like it's been pushed aside so much. So if you were to look, look back and say, gosh, if I only knew what I know now in my wise, you know, sage crone self, what would you say to that younger person in you? Yeah, I mean, I think that younger version of me felt so out of place and, mm. and really was distrustful and felt like all of the messages that I was receiving weren't right. And so I think I would absolutely tell her that you're right to question everything. But not only that, that, you know, she's the most powerful creator in her reality. And that when we pay a lot of attention to minding our minds, the things that we're thinking and minding our mouths, the things that we're speaking. And we realize that like our words are spells. And in each moment of every day, we are literally weaving the fabric of our lives, um, that we embrace our power as a creator and then get to actually start creating the life that we desire, um, free from manipulation, free from programming, free from conditioning. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I know your younger self will be so happy to hear that, Leah. I, uh, I absolutely adore you. I love what you stand for. I know those that are, are reading and watching are really going to tap into this work that you're, you're giving out. And I know they can find you certainly on social media because you talk so much about this on a consistent basis. And uh, I am just so happy to be on this journey with you and part of this movement with you, sister. Uh, thank you. Love you. All right, so let's talk about our next and our final um, author of this interview series. She's an amazing healer, and her name is Lilith Moon, and she's actually the founder of Shamanic Yoga, and she's a healer and a teacher and a holistic business coach. Uh, Lilith is also the creator of the company or the modality called Shamanic Yoga, which combines yoga, shamanism, and business coaching to help aspiring new and seasoned healers go all the way from accelerating their own healing journey and training as shamanic healers to creating their soulful, successful healing businesses. She now lives her dream life in the Balinese jungle together with her son, Lou, but building her six-figure healing business in her 20s while being a single mom was not exactly a walk in the park, so she loves making the sacred journey easier and so much more enjoyable for other women on a mission. Lilith, it's really amazing to have you joining me. You're actually joining me for the second time. You were interviewed on the show, but now coming in as one of the authors of this book. Uh, how are you doing today? Hi, Rhonda. Super happy to be here. So honored and yeah, so excited. Yeah, it's really, um, it's really great to hear from you and, and to have you part of this book. In fact, you bring like, you know, such um, a dynamic piece of, of, uh, of energy because you actually work in such a, a different space. Like you're not only working in helping people build their entrepreneurial journey, but you're also helping them heal and tap into that their own medicine of how to heal. And I love that about you. Um, I love the work that you do. So um, would you then like share deeply or more deeply on, you know, your, what your chapter is going to embrace and 
what is that as an essence that you're going to, to share that with them um, on how others can really truly feel in to what shamanic yoga is and what you stand for? Yeah, I'd love to. So it's basically exactly what you were just saying. Um, my chapter is called On Purpose, Power, Prosperity and Saving the World, because I truly believe that all of this goes together. Um, my chapter is all about finding our soul's purpose. I believe that this is what we all come here for. We come to fulfill a sacred purpose and it is our number one responsibility and ultimately our greatest fulfillment to find that purpose. And when we do, that's when we really step into our power and purpose and power equals prosperity. That's, you know, when we found our purpose, we stepped into our power, ultimately prosperity is what follows. And I deeply believe that this is also the key to saving the world one person at a time, because we are all a unique piece of a beautiful puzzle, but each and every one of us has to step up and claim that specific space that we all have. And I really believe that in doing that, we create fulfillment for ourselves. We create abundance for ourselves and for our families. And these businesses that we're creating, they're, they're not only profitable, but they're soulful as well, right? Because we are fulfilling our purpose. And that's the amazing thing about it, that we're helping so many other people while at the same time creating fulfillment and prosperity for ourselves. And that is just... That's just the best thing. And I really love how so many of the women in this book um, have a similar mission of helping women to truly step into their power and ultimately into um, a prosperous life where they are um, in control of what their life look like, looks like. And I think that ultimately that's what being wild means. I mean, it means coming home to ourselves, right? It means really knowing who we are and loving ourselves and enjoying ourselves and expressing ourselves in a way that others can benefit from it too. Yeah, I, I, no, I, I love it. And I know that, um, you know, there's so much talk, right, that about women that are finally finding themselves. And, you know, and, and you work with, with shamans, however, you know, what do you think about women that have, you know, been building already businesses from the start like you work with those that are already healers and you're helping them turn a business but what about those that were business owners that are looking to turn into their wildness what would be your advice for that type of woman and how to go wild well you know i work with with women they're not necessarily already healers um, some of them are absolutely i help them get to the next level but some of them are aspiring healers they know that they have mm -hmm. a healing mission they want to incorporate that healing um, element into into their business but I think that for all of us um, especially as women whether we are healers or not the most important thing is that we learn how to connect to our soul self because mm -hmm. many of us are completely stuck in the mind it keeps us from really being in the body leading uh, an embodied life really being in our heart space really feeling life um, as opposed to thinking our way through it mm -hmm. and and from there, we go deeper to the soul self, to the, the reason for why we're actually here. And that's when we start to be successful at what we do, because we feel amazing about who we are. We finally come to the core of who we are, and that's just the best feeling in the world. And that's basically what I teach. I teach women how to find themselves at that deepest level, which is through shamanic journeying. And that's ultimately why I created shamanic yoga, because learning journeying is something that is very difficult for most of us in our modern societies, because we are in the mind so much and our bodies are so tense so we cannot access the heart and soul level with ease but 
um, when you introduce yoga to that, when you start with working with the mind, with the body and with the breath, well, that leads you within step by step. And then it becomes much easier to actually learn journeying and experience yourself as the, the love and the light that you are and, and realize what your soul mission is. Yeah, you know, I love that because it, it's almost like you're teaching someone how to tap in and then to blossom and to unfold, right? Like I've seen people go into just, you know, shamanic, you know, journeying or into ceremonies and it's, they didn't tap in yet. So they don't really get or see or feel that true effect of, of like what their soul's bigger mission is. And I love that you've blended yoga and, and breath work because you're helping people tap into their truest, you know, self and, and feeling. And I think that's something that women miss and, and going wild it seems to be from what I'm hearing from you, it's about truly feeling into yourself and allowing that to grow. Can you add on to that a bit? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel that we all grow up in these um, societies where we are told what we should be um, as women and where we have very, very uh, straight lines that we need to walk that is expected mm. of us. Right. And I feel that, you know, when I think back to my younger self, I was just so stressed and overwhelmed all the time with trying to live up to these expectations. And um, I was really traumatized from my childhood. I had no idea how to process, how to heal. Mm. And so as a young adult, I was just, you know, following that straight line. Well, you know, I grew up in Austria and Europe and what I was supposed to do was study, get good grades and then go on to a profession that is like reliable where you, where you have a regular paycheck. And, you know, going wild for me was really all about learning how to disregard what was being asked of me and finding out what I really wanted and coming back to the heart and soul of things because I was so caught in the mind I couldn't even feel my heart anymore you know mm. and it's when we're caught in the mind that's where the stress and the overwhelm is created and so many of us are afraid to come fully into our bodies and into our hearts because it hurts we have trauma that we need to deal with and that's why what I do is so important because I help women to um, feel into themselves and to heal themselves first, because how can we possibly um, help other people if we have not tapped into ourselves first, if we haven't done the work ourselves first, right? And that's really what being wild is all about. You know, it's finding out, hey, what do I actually want? Do I want the city life? For me, the answer is no, you know? So yeah. I was a single mom from, from the beginning and... Uh, First thing I did when my son was like seven months old is I took him to Thailand on a backpacking trip for two months and, you know, just went alone with him. And now we've moved to Bali four months ago. And oh my God, it's, it's just so wonderful. So being wild for me, you know, when I look at all of us, we're sitting here, we're all these privileged, cultured women. We're sitting here with our makeup and jewelry. Um, but really being wild to me means most of the time be running around in my garden naked here in the middle of the jungle with no makeup and uh, playing with my rescue dogs and cats and uh, with my son and just, you know, being happy um, in, in feeling life in, in breathing in life deeply. You know, like when you're in the pool, not thinking about, okay, what, what do I have to do, you know, but feeling the water, being the water, you know, like really appreciating this life and being present with yourself in the moment. And that's the biggest gift that this life has to offer. And it is so difficult for many of us to get there. So I just love helping women with that. No, you know, and I love that. And I love how you say it because 
You know, it's true. Like, for instance, I literally just went on five days, you know, no food, only water. I, too, just went completely wild. I was dancing by the fire. I was completely naked all week. So happy with my just feeling Mother Earth and, and appreciating our waters, right? And and I this is why I love the balance that you bring because, you know, I was raised in corporate. And so many of us are corporate. And I realized, right, when I had my awakening, how much pressure we take on as women to be guided into that space. And all of a sudden we realize, yeah, we might think we're standing up for women, for women's rights, and we're being a feminist or we're really being a part of our divine feminine. However, we were still navigating in that birdcage, a tiny little bird in a massive cage that was constructing us to tell us who we needed to be. And the moment that the bird came out of the cage, I realized, wow, all this pressure I was putting on myself and I wasn't tapping into my truest divine feminine, like loving and, and, and connecting to our waters, right? And our bodies, like women in the past, you know, we were healers. The reason why we were called witches is because we could heal. We had medicine and that changed because they were afraid of our magic, afraid of our goddessness, afraid of our healing powers. And it's time now, and this is why I love the balance that we have here in this book of the women, because we're all coming together. doesn't matter which area and what time or what um, you know, time of our life that we had this awakening, but now it's time to rise and to showcase what we are as women and how to get there. And all of us bring our different magic and our medicine to help each other get there, whether it's through business or through spirituality. And so I really, truly appreciate you, Lilith, for your share and what you do. I'm so excited for those to be able to meet you um, when we do have our live event on the summit. We're also going to have a live event here in Bali when these borders open up and just so we can really showcase our medicine. And um, I truly, truly appreciate that. So um, what would you give that message to the little Lilith, though, back then that was learning and growing and, and, and knowing what you know now? What would you have told yourself? Would you have gone through what you did or would you have done something different? Well, I guess that, you know, everything ultimately happens for a reason. Like one of the sentences that I say the most to my apprentices is, life happens for you you know life hap doesn't happen to us it happens for us so i think mm. that whatever happens to us it was the best possible solution for what we needed in the moment not necessarily what we wanted but what we mm. needed and so i think you know things went the way they went for a reason but if i could you know go back and i mean i I discovered spirituality so early. I was 18 and by the time I was 19, I was already practicing yoga for four or five hours a day. So in that way, I've, you know, I've never had this corporate life. I went straight from, from studying um, into spirituality and then having my son and creating my own business. So I, I didn't take the detour, so to say, but you know what, before that time, when I was, um, before I was 18 and discovered spirituality, my life was, hell in many aspects. Um, my mother died when I was very young and I had to take a lot of responsibility for my baby brothers. And I didn't know that things were going to be okay. I didn't know mm. that. And I didn't know how powerful I really was. I didn't know I was the creator of my own reality. I didn't know that everything that was happening was happening for me. It felt like it was happening to me. So if I could go back, I would probably just tell myself that, you know, that I'm loved and that it will all be okay. Yeah, it's so brilliant, right? And it's beautiful when we really can remind ourselves how everything is okay and how it was okay and that we did make it through. And that's so beautiful and empowering for those that are watching. 
because everything is going to be okay. And, you know, we as, as women have come together to, you know, bring our, our magic and, but to know that all of us have been in a time in our life where we didn't know it was going to be okay. But now when we look back, we're like, wow, it actually was okay. And those experiences that you go through will be something that will guide you and that will bring you into this, your space where you can share. And I'm so honored to be part of this book. And I want to thank so much Isabel and Jody and Lilith and Leah for sharing and the other women that's been part of this series that are really here to be a stand or to be a mirror, be a mirror for you, a woman that deserves to completely go wild, a woman that it's time for you to take that stand for you. And I thank all of you women so much for what you've done and for you to really help other women showcase how they can go wild. And you can be at any stage of your life and any area of your being and doesn't matter when you go wild. It's time to go wild. So thank all of you ladies so much for being here. Thank all of you women so much for taking that stand, for being your wildness in whatever level you are and how you're sharing your medicine. It is so well-deserved. So thank you women. I really, truly appreciate you. All right. Well, guys, well, are so excited to have you get access to this book to learn more about these women. And there's going to be so much more. So make sure you're part of the, the launch that comes out the end of August. Get on the list so that you know when this book launches. And then the Women Gone Wild Summit that's coming out at the end of September. We're going to have more women, more, hear more from the authors, more from other women have gone wild. And we just can't wait to continue to showcase more and more women that are doing it. And if you're a woman that's gone wild and you're feeling it, make sure you use right down below if you're in one of our social media channels, use hashtag women gone wild. If you're listening on a podcast, use that in other places. We'll find you. Your girl tribe will find you. And we want you to be part of this women gone wild movement so that you can truly feel supported in the sisterhood of women that have gone wild. Thanks everyone. We'll see you on the next show. Be unstoppable.